Welcome to Straight from the Horse's Mouth, where we cut the BS and give you the truth all about sports. I'm Bryce Odom. I heard you my dog, Bryce Davis. What's good? We're back in the middle for another episode. We're going to try this again. This yep. is actually in full transparency, people. This is actually the second time we've um, filmed this. Um, so where we shoot our podcast is we're located in St. Louis, Missouri. We had a nasty storm um, yesterday, which pretty much power went out in the middle of the podcast. Yep. Killed, you know, we weren't able to save anything, so we're doing this all again. Yep, we're gonna hit you with it again. Not uh, well, technically, the first time for you when you get this for us, the second time. Um, last night was crazy. Uh, so y- your power never went out, uh, it, it went out for a little bit. When I got home, it had like, gone out mm-hmm. by the time I was back, everything was working, everything was working, yeah, and it never went back out after that. Never went back out. I think that's what pissed me off the most. Like when it went out, when like it was getting bad. That made sense to me. Right, right. Bryce, when it went out, the storm had been, like, done for, like, two hours. Really? I want to say the sun came back out. Didn't the sun come out? Yeah. For a little bit, but then it just, like, went back. Yeah. Yeah, the sun came out, and that's when the power went out. Mm. I was like, nah. This don't right, make it yeah. And that's funny, because, like, I saw this dude outside walking around. He He had, like, that... Yeah, like his hands behind his back, and you're just walking around. You bored? Pondering, <laughs> like, like, all right, all right, like, like. I'm what like, am I gonna do today? Cause right. my power is bro. Out. Well, it was two things. One, he like he was trying to figure out a way to fix, save us. I'm like, <laughs> he had to look on his head, like, all right, where can? Bro, I ain't never seen that many people were just walking around, biking around. Like people did not know what to do, right? Um, because I remember I, my mom told me to reach out to Amarin to see like what was the issue. Issue, and it was like. Emery, like, I don't know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because like, I don't know where our power line are. So I'm like, if a tree fell or anything. Right. Um, so it was just it was just nuts, man. It, it, it was nuts. But, again, we survived it. Yeah. The thing about the storm was it wasn't, like, anything I had never seen before. It only got weird at night. That's when it really felt like, okay, wow, it's kicking back up again. Yeah. Like, And that was at, like, 10, 11-ish. Mm-hmm. Where that that one was like okay this is like really bad yeah but when we were recording it was like a regular rainstorm yeah like so when, but when my power that's what's confused me so that was the second time my power had ever gone out do you know when the first time do you want to know when the first time my power went out when you first moved here yeah really the first night really the first well, remember what happened on the first night when I moved in that's why it rained that night night yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> night. I remember I laid down bro <laughs> <laughs> You've got to be kidding me. <laughs> I said, if this is not a great I'm like, it's only up from here. It's only up from here, man. I just, I just took, I was so tired from that, drained from that. I just went to sleep. <laughs> yeah. I just went to sleep, bro. But, um, but everything's back up and running now. Um, you know, everybody's good for the most part. I know some areas are still out without power. Yeah. Um, so. Going into a holiday, uh, and apparently that's that's the weird part. I was talking to my brother this morning. Apparently Monday, Tuesday we're solid, and then we get more rain for the rest of the week. Apparently, do we? Yeah, I think Saturday's fine though. Okay, I think I think Saturday, when I checked uh, my handy dandy weather app, because uh, that's the only day I care about. Yeah, so Wednesday, like you said, Monday, Tuesday, fine. Wednesday, Thursday. Rain, 30%, 50%, so maybe Okay, not. yeah. It's probably spotty. Yeah. And then Friday's good, and then Saturday's just cloudy. Okay. Um, 
So, uh, yeah, so, you know, Saturday, that's when my cousin, all right, Mimosas and Pancakes event had happened. So, that's the fun day. So, that's the day I want it to go fine. Right. Um, but, anyways, man, let's get to it. Obviously, this past week is NBA free agency. It's been hectic. It's been nuts. Um, and it's crazy. This is the first time I feel like the under how do I say this the ro- it was like the role players free agency yes because really none of the big names because Kyrie Irving went back to my Mavericks yep right James Harden technically opted in technically as of right now he's back with the Sixers um so none of the real like big big name movers big names really moved you know what I'm saying yeah. um but the big the big thing that technically happened, in my opinion, happened the uh, yesterday. Yesterday, um, and that's when Damian Lillard f- actually requested, at least reportedly, actually requested a trade, um, first requested a trade from the Portland Trailblazers. Um, obviously, Dame has been, you know, in Portland since the start of his career. Um, he's only made one conference finals appearance. Yep. I feel like he's probably only advanced probably two or three times in his playoff career. Um, you know, uh, and I think obviously with added pressure, probably mainly from outside, you know what I'm saying? Like, I truly feel like, I don't know. I'll be honest with you, Bryce. I don't know if Damian Lillard asked for a trade if, if this was like 2000 and like three, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Where like, there's no social media, it's like. He doesn't hear it every day. Yeah, and obviously Portland, the Portland angle asked him to ask for a trade, like the, the newspapers, right? And he's Portland, so it's not like he's gonna, he's gonna get national headlines in other states. So it's possible that he probably would have just been a Portland Trailblazer until he retired. Yeah, a la Reggie Miller in Indiana. Yep, you know yep. what I'm saying. Um, but because we're in a, a social media era. And we're in a ring culture, ring culture, and, player movement. Like yeah, the, the landscape has changed completely. And because of who he is, it's like, all right, people want people want you out. People yep. want you to see you on a bigger stage and all that kind of stuff. So uh, he formally requested a trade. And now the fun begins because it's a matter of – it's it's two things. It's Portland. It's one, you want to do right by a guy who's been by you since the beginning. Yep. Well, at least not beginning. I'm beginning of his tenure. It hasn't yeah. wavered. But at the same time, you can't just do it – you can't just do a, him a solid. You actually got to get stuff back from him. Yeah. Because you – the next era for Portland basketball is important because, unfortunately, you're getting further and further removed from your title win with Bill Walton in the 70s. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, you haven't – you know, you Portland's been one of those random franchises where, like, they're a small market, but because of the Clyde Drexler era and getting to two finals and because of getting to the conference finals with – Rasheed Wallace and crew, yep. and because of getting to the conference finals with Damon, like they've been relevant. They ain't been, yeah. you know, they've had the, players. Yeah, Brandon the, the, Roy was there. Their worst years was probably like right in between, like Lamarcus Aldridge and Dame. Like that's probably like their worst years. Post, I would say, post the, so they, they went to the 2000 Western Conference Finals with Scottie Pippen and Rasheed Wallace yeah. and all them. So post that era, pre Brandon Roy era, yeah. Yeah, that's like their worst time as a franchise. Probably, yeah. But if you look at their history, they've always been moderately successful. Yeah. Um, which is a testament to them. 
let's also because you like you said it, they're a small market. Portland is not you can't even call Portland the mid market. They're a small market, mm-hmm. and this is now you have to rest on what you do best: develop players and bring in talent through trades. Because at this point, Dame is gone. You've drafted Anthony Simons. You drafted uh, Scoot. Like now, you got to figure out: okay, how do we build around these guys? Now we have to get this jump started quick, so that way we can still bring in talent through trades because that that's really what it is we need to make sure that all these players hit enough that we can at the bare minimum trade them and this is gonna be a weird series it's gonna be a weird five years for portland because they're probably gonna be like maybe a 10th seed at best going into like a play-in series and remember they still have they just signed jeremy grant to yeah five year one to 60 million dollar contract now i'm thinking that deal is a a like we're going to trade you down the line deal. You'll, yeah. We want you to get your money. You got your money. And we probably going to make you, you going, you should, you probably going to be the number one option. Yep. So you probably going to feast for the first half of the season or the whole season, be trade bait. And some team who's ready to make a push for a title and be like, maybe we can add Jeremy Grant as our second or third guy. We can take on that contract. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Down, I'm just thinking like down the road, maybe a Knicks. Yep. Take on a contract. Um, you know, who knows? Who knows what team, you know, maybe Dallas. Dallas, Atlanta. You know, Atlanta. Who knows? You know what I'm saying? Milwaukee. Yep. Uh, but I, that's why I'm thinking that deal is just like, let's let's still have something we can move. Yeah. That we know isn't part of our long-term plan. So we feel very comfortable letting it go. But we can maybe net a first-round pick, you know what I'm saying? Out of it, yeah. Yeah. I mean, also, shout-out to Jeremy Grant, too, because I – so, in full disclosure – Outside of Duke, another team that I used to like a lot in college, program-wise, was Syracuse. Yeah. I don't know why, but I always liked them. Mello. Well, I, I started watching basketball after he won it. Okay. So, like, literally, okay. my first, my first uh, memory of a national championship game was um, uh, Georgia Tech with Jared Jack versus Emeka Okafor in UConn. Mm, okay. So, that's my first, like, so that's, like, right after that That one, one yeah. Yeah. Um, but like they had a bunch of random dudes who were just randomly good, and you know. Yeah. I think for me, my favorite program like early was UCLA. Mm, UCLA, Jordan Farmar, yep. Aaron Aflalo, remember those squads? You know, Luke Mumabute. Yep. Yeah, that, that was yeah. Ryan Hollis. They had, they had, a, they had a squad. Shout out to UCLA. That was, like, that was fun team. Like, never get over the hump though. Never, never get over the hump, but I always liked them because like yeah. just, just just seeing that the 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 powder blue and the gold. Yeah, that was nice. Um. But I remember Jeremy Grant, remember he's at uh Syracuse. And Syracuse always had like wings, like like you know, they had like a six, seven, six, eight dudes. Wesley Johnson who flamed who was a bust, tended to be a yeah. bust, he flamed out. Guys like a CJ Fair who flamed out. They had a bunch of flame outs. Yeah. Um, Dante Green, like, um but I remember him, I remember like I like I, I really didn't know like what he was. Like he really didn't have any like definitive skill sets outside of just being athletic. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I guess he would have been like a. I'm trying to think who he would have been like. Like a who's like an energy guy who's just long on a wing, just an energy guy. Give me like okay. a six eight six nine energy dude with no definitive skill set besides I'm six eight six nine athletic. But like had like but like was able to like make be good with that. I'm trying to think. Um, Aaron Gordon. Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah. Although I think he predates Aaron Gordon. He predates. So I don't want to. I don't want to. He, he like, does. No, he does predate. So Aaron I don't want to use Aaron Gordon. Like I'm trying to think of somebody before Aaron Gordon who was like that. Oh my God! Why am I struggling? Ah. Uh, I know there was some fool out there who was long, you know. Maybe no, I'm about to say a, a super super poor man's Marcus Camby, but I don't want to. Di- no, no. That, they're two different. Oh, he, he, you know, he's kind of like Kenyon Martin. Oh yes, yeah, Kenyon Martin. Yes, you know what I'm yeah. saying. But he didn't. Except he didn't have that that like yeah, the body. The body, not the body, because Jeremy Grant always had like a nice like strength to him, but like he had a ferocity. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah, he had yeah. that, 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 that I'll take that, your head that, off that of dog, his right. that 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 pit bull. Yeah, 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 I'll take your head off of his right there yeah. type of mentality. It was that dog, but he had a pit bull. But yeah, 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 yeah. But he, he, but he was like lanky like that, could move. You know what I'm saying? But he really, he didn't really couldn't really shoot, couldn't really dribble like that for real. You know what I'm saying? But like he was, he had energy and all that kind of stuff. So to see him be what he was in Syracuse. You know, even as even as recently as he was in Oklahoma City with Russ, you know yeah. what I'm saying? To what he is now, being a five year, $160 million dude, that's a guy that works on it, that worked on his game. Yeah. And got paid for it. Yeah. You know, uh, so shout out to Jeremy Grant. But now that Dame has um uh as for the trade, we know Miami is uh, the preferred destination. The preferred destination. Where do you think realistically he can go? Because Portland appears is is gonna try to get the best deal. They're not just gonna let him go for like peanuts. They're not gonna let do what yeah. Washington did with Bradley Bill. Right. Um. Realistically, I still think the 76ers are on the table, even if it doesn't. I don't. I don't I'm thinking that doesn't include James Harden. I'm thinking the 76ers make another trade that benefits them and Portland, and then they just. Then they just say, "All right, James, whatever." That's what I think happens. Um, so, but how would he? Like, how would? So it would have to be a three-team trade. Then. It, it would probably be a three-team trade, but I, I still think that that was that's always been on the table for Dame. I think people have always thought that that would be a dec- a, a great spot for him because he would take over the number one responsibilities for Joel Embiid, who we also have to talk about. You you think he take over the number one possibility of the of the reigning MVP? Nah, not happening. I, I would not happen. I, I, I would. I would. I ain't rolling. I would. I would do it. I no no. I'm not saying I wouldn't do the trade. Oh. I'm not. That's not happening. I, I, if I'm a coach, I'm doing that because I because I just can't trust him in the, Joel Embiid. I can't trust him in the play, in the playoffs. He's the MVP, Bryce. That would be an unprecedented thing that would, I've never seen that before. I've never seen an MVP get as somebody comes to his team like he's the reigning MVP. Like he coming off of it, not like I fired. I ain't never seen that. That would be new. That would be new, but I think it could happen. Shaq didn't acquiesce to Kobe in 01. He was still Shaq. True. So I ain't never. I don't, I don't know about that one. I don't, I don't know if I can completely roll with that. Uh, but I can see a three-team trade happen because there are a lot of – but it would obviously have to be with a young team, which yeah. got a lot of dumb assets. Houston. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I think, Utah. I, I think Houston's gearing up for it because of all the people they've brought in now. You yeah. brought in Dylan Brooks. They brought in a bunch of guards for when they already have when they just drafted two guards. Well, I think. Well, okay, let's look. Okay, because okay, I actually want to talk about Houston. Um, I think with Dame, Philly, but I'm definitely because Philly, can, they can Philly can miss me with that whole Tobias Harris talk. Yeah, they're just saying, they just saying it to smoke and mirrors. They want to they're trying to drive up his price. Yep. Um, because I think he's on an expiring deal. Uh, obviously, they want to pay Tyrese Maxey, and they definitely yep. want to move off James Harden. 
So you got to find teams for them. I'm not sure where Dame ends up. I know Miami desperately wants him. The problem is they're going to have to come off Tyler Hero. But Portland don't need Tyler Hero. They don't no. But that would be so. So I'm okay. Okay, let's just say. Okay, let's say Dame goes to Miami. Okay, okay let's just say Portland wants. Portland probably at the bare minimum wants three things. They probably want two first round picks for Dame and at least a young asset, preferably somebody in the front court. Right. Right. Because they got Simon, Sharp, Scoot. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. They have enough guard. Yeah. So if you're Portland, okay, Dane goes to Miami. Right. Miami's probably need the Miami's assets is Duncan Robinson and Tyler Hero. Yeah. And maybe a first round or second round pick down the road. So that needs to go somewhere. So what team needs a scoring guard right now and could take on Duncan Robinson's contract, aka a shooter? Right now. I, to be honest, the Knicks. So, Dame goes to Portland. I mean, Dame goes to Miami. Duncan, Duncan Robinson, Robinson goes to and the Tyler Knicks. Tyler Hero go to the Knicks. And the Knicks send picks to Portland. And the Knicks sends picks to Portland. And no player goes to. Um. So who goes to Portland? Who goes to? I mean, who goes to? So does Portland get yeah. picks? So does Portland get? Mitchell Robinson, or do they get that backup big Sims from New York? Yes, uh, Sims. So I, if 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 they take a lesser, if they take a guy who's a rotational big, but they're going to elevate him to starter, then the picks are more important right, right, right. than the player. Right. Um, which I think Portland would be fine with because then does, they can. Does R.J. Barrett get moved? That's a good question. I, I I didn't consider him a mover. Because now. Yeah. Because the Knicks just brought in DiVincenzo. Yeah. So that kind of makes quickly. Movable. Movable. Yeah. That makes Grimes movable. Maybe they figure out why they move off Fournier's contract. Yeah. Um, so maybe a four-team deal needs to come into play. Well, cause I, I don't think – oh, it's, it's not going to be a one-to-one between Portland and Miami. That's yeah. just not going to happen. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Um. I can see Oklahoma City getting in here somewhere. Uh, yeah, I think they Oklahoma City. They got a lot City. of picks. Yeah. I think they're they're close to done with I these picks mattering. Yeah. We got Shea. Um I think the the Giddy. Jazz might get involved. I know they're they're moving pieces still. Yeah. Um But then the Jazz just get uh Did the Jazz already do something with Miami? Did they? Might be right. Didn't they get uh the didn't they get somebody from Miami already? You or did I just right. make that up? Not Miami. I'm trying to think. Where was Rudy Gay playing at? Where was he at? He was... Was he in Utah? He was in Utah. Oh, he... he le- he's out John of Collins is now... That's right. It was a John Collins. We we, we, we forgot about that yesterday. Yeah, yeah, John Collins is now in... In, in Utah. In, yeah. Does Utah move John Collins again? Good. Maybe. I don't know how that works, but... I don't know how it works. Yeah. Um, but I do think Dame ultimately does end up in Miami. Yeah, it's going to take a three But it's definitely going to be a three to four team. It's going to be a big trade. Yeah. To get to get it done. Um, if Dame was to get Miami, what would that do to... What What, would, what is that? What is that what, 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 how would you feel about Miami going to the season now? Uh, Miami's definitely top four, top five. That's it? I think so. 
I think so. Man, that's 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 it. I, I still, Man, I'm still, I'm still, I'm still, I'm still, I'm still betting on Boston and Milwaukee right now. Okay. Now, Milwaukee has to improve offensively uh, for me to d- definitely say, like, yeah, like they're it. Okay, Middleton needs to be healthy. Yeah, Middleton needs to be healthy. Um, and they just brought him, they just re-signed him, I believe, right? He came back. Lopez is back too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. I still like that roster a little bit better. Um, it's just size wise, I like him more than Miami. I think. I think if Miami with this new coach, if he ex- ex- executes it well, their bigs are better than Bam. In Milwaukee. In Milwaukee, mm-hmm. yeah. So I think that you you can you can you can hound Bam a little bit. That would be interesting too to see what Miami does with Bam out of bio. Now that you got Damian Lillard. Uh, <laughs> not like how you get him involved in offensively. Oh, now. okay, 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 yeah, yeah. Um, because you definitely want him to continue what we saw in the finals. Yes, you want that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but now that you got Dame, it's like okay, we got we definitely got to feed Dame. Um, so I still think top four. I wasn't say top five. I say top four. They're definitely. I think they they move. Uh, top three. Me, I think they move the Seventy Sixers. Down a notch to top five. I think there'll be a one or two seed. Really? They're gonna be the battle in Boston. Okay. They'll be battle in Boston. I think Dane's gonna come out. Shout out of a cannon. I can see that. Um, you got you got a hungry superstar. You got a team coming off for conference final appearances. They're a veteran team. You got arguably the best coach in the league. Yeah. I don't see them fucking around. I think they're gonna hit the ground running. Um, mind you, uh, they were the AC last year, but they were the one seed the prior year. Yes, it's not like this. I, I don't hold this, this a team eight, that's I don't, I don't, ready to go. I don't hold this eighth seed against them because this was a weird year for them. Yeah, um, they they were arguably the top, the best five team this year once again. Uh, they just stumbled at the gate. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think I I think this finally puts Jimmy back in the role he's supposed to be in, which is your top your second best player. I agree. Um. Because he already coasts anyway in the regular season, and Dame doesn't. Right. So we might see a, another borderline MVP year from Dame. Um, definitely first team guard. I think Dame gets this next coming year. Mm-hmm. And like I said, it would be hard for me to bet against them going to the finals again. Um, you brought up Houston, and I want to talk about Houston um, because it's they're. They're on my list. Of uh, uh, same as like the Kings and yes, yep. They're on my list, just like the Kings are, just like the Timberwolves are. Yep. Go ahead and throw the Rockets in there. How many do you need? Yeah. How many do you need? They they just shipped off uh, Kenyon Martin Jr. now, so he's mm-hmm. gonna be in, in the, with the Clippers, I believe. Uh, but you still got Green. Yep. Kevin Porter Jr. Yep. Sagoon. Yep. Jabari Smith. You draft the Amen Thompson. Mm-hmm. How many you need? Yeah, yeah. you can make. How the, many you need? You know, I would compare them to where Oklahoma City, right? Oklahoma City did the same thing you did, and they're they already made a play in tournament, like and that and they're on the same timeline as you were, and we're already seeing the fruits of what they've done. We're like Oklahoma could probably make it into the playoffs next year easily without being a play in team, and you all are still trying to figure out how to maximize your two rookie guards. And build a team around them. It's been five years since. And they James got Josh Christopher. Yeah, it's been five years since James Harden's been gone. Jay Sean Tate. Yeah. How many you need? Yeah. Like, so this is why 
I like their moves because yes. they brought in Fred VanVleet. Yes, they brought in, they brought in Dylan Brooks. Yep, and it's okay. Like I think that veteran leadership, veteran leadership, sort of like what Chris Paul. Because I keep saying the what Columbus City is a lot of those guys were on that Chris Paul team, yep. including like people forget Shea has spent. I think his first two seasons in the league, he was in the playoffs. Yes, he was in the playoffs with the Clippers. Yep. With Lou Will and Pat Bev and them. Yep. Then was in the playoffs with Chris Paul and them. So he he know how to win. He's seen yep. it. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So that's why he his development, I felt like, was, like, supercharged. Yeah. And that's why I think the timeline for Oklahoma City is sped up because of how his development was sped up. I think that's what Dylan Brooks and Fred Van Vliet going to do with, with Yeah, you, you, you've got a, a – a championship winner in Fred Van Vliet. Yes. And you've got a guy who's been to multiple playoff runs now in Dylan Brooks. All NBA defensive team yep. guy. So we should see, like, hopefully they're, hopefully Dylan Brooks finally gets it where it's like, I got to be a, a veteran leader and not just a fun locker room guy. But if you really want to be Draymond, like you idolize kind of, it's time for you to be that leader now defensively. Fred Van Vliet, I have, I've, I've got full confidence in him. I just think that it's, it was definitely like a move where I'm like, okay, interesting. What are you trying to do? Are you are is this a message to the young guys? It's time to figure this thing out. That's what I feel like it is. And it's also because they taking spots. Yeah. Like Yeah, Fred Van Veet's starting. Yeah. Dylan Brooks gonna start. Yeah. Like y'all been all right, this is cute. Yeah. This is cute. Yeah. Y'all just wanna hum, you know, home home, be fly guys, show up, have like all right, enough of the bullshit. Right. Like you got it, M.A. Udoka in the building now. Yeah, yeah. Like I forgot about that. Enough yeah. of the bullshit. Yeah. We're gonna see nobody, nobody, you you who we no longer these you know these moves to me, it's they showing is we no longer care where you was drafted at. Right. You we in the league now. Yep. Who care about that? You we are the league. Everybody in the league now. You yep. NBA player. You NBA player. Yeah, y'all been here for two years, three years. Well, very. I mean, y'all got drafted at different spots. Yeah. Like some guys one year. Remember Jabari? He was a. It was he coming off his rookie right, year. Right. Yeah. Man, Amen just got drafted. Jalen Green was drafted before that. Port, Quentin Porter Jr. drafted either before that or a year before that with Cleveland. Right. Um. So they all got different timelines. Yeah, but they're all still young. They're all young. You're all young, but y'all been y'all been here. Like some of y'all have been in the league now. Mm-hmm. You're officially NBA basketball players. Yeah, yeah. And we're still not seeing results. Right. And that's the message. That's like, all right, Fred and Dylan Brooks are here to take guys' jobs. Yeah. And now, now this is becoming a job. Yeah. It's, you had your fun. It's business time it's now. Business time now. And we gonna you gonna see who gonna thrive and who, like. There, this is going to prove who is part of our like, like Ma is going to see who is a part of our plans going forward. Yep. Which who going? You know what I'm saying? Who's not going to lose their spot? Right. Who going? Who going? When practice is coming and Fred Van Lee busting y'all ass, we going to see you going to come back at them. Yep. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yep. Well, you know, we're going to see when Dylan Brooks is in your grill for mm-hmm. 94 feet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Talking who, out, talking that talk, yakking your ear off. Like, who's going to step up? Who's right. going to fold? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Who's losing their spot and who's not? Who who going to get traded? That's Exa- the exactly. Exactly. Who we going to ship up out here? Because yep. if I'm Houston, if I'm, I, tell, I tell them right to their face. Hey, yeah, they tell w- me I ain't going to be here yeah. by Christmas. They want to train. By Christmas, they want a training camp. By the end of this training camp, this team might be different. Yeah. Because <laughs> some of y'all, because if I'm Houston, the only guys I'm like, I am on top of my head. Obviously, you just drafted Thompson, so he right. ain't going he, He's not going anywhere. Sagoon, I, I keep him too. Yep. I know. I think they pl- I think they pay. Can you look up if they paid Kevin Porter Jr.? I want to see if he got a bag or not. 
he I think he may have gotten a bag already from 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 Houston, but I could be wrong. But I wouldn't be so locked in to Jabari Smith. No. He ain't impressed me. I wouldn't be so locked in to Jalen Green. Mm-hmm. Now, I gave him a longer leash than everybody else because we did take you high, high. But I wouldn't be so locked in. You know what I'm saying? Okay, yeah. So he's got his rookie extension. Yeah. Kevin Porter Jr. For how much? Uh, 15, 15 mil. That was it? That was it. Yeah. All right. So you can probably, he may end up getting moved. Yeah. Jalen uh, Green, nine mil. Yeah. So yeah, Kevin Porter Jr. probably he probably gonna get sacrificed out. Yeah. Um. So it, it's it's a lot of guys who gonna be riding that pine, but I like it because it's time for, like, yeah. my thing about I don't mind your team being young and struggling and to to find a way that makes sense, mm-hmm. but you want to see improvement. Yep. Right. Atlanta was a young team. Yes. With Trey Young and them, but like you saw. You saw improvement. You yep. saw, like, all right, all right, okay, they ain't just, we not just wallowing here. At the bottom. Yeah. 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 You know what I'm saying? So Your team, shoot. When Luca yeah. first got there, like, it was like, all right, it's, it's, he's learning. Yeah. And by the time you handed the reins over to Luca, it was like year after year yeah. after year. You saw it. It's time. Even Anthony Edwards in, in, in Minnesota. Yes. Like, yes. He's, he, to me, is going to be what, what, what Carlton Towns is not. He gonna force their ass in the playoffs. They gonna make the. He gonna force them to be perennial. We gonna the playoffs gonna be a normal thing around here. We yep. start. We gonna go, that that bullshit we saw with them celebrating the playing championship. Yeah, we're not you doing that. We're not doing that. Yeah, like we, we better. We we, we, we we will be in the playoffs year in year in year out. Yeah. Other free other free agency moves. Um, New York is officially Villanova. Yep. Um, they might have just changed their name. Yeah, Villanova. Villanova professionals. Yeah. <laughs> they might have to go ahead and bring Jay Probably, Wright on. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, what are the odds that you get to hoop with like your college like teammates? Jalen Brunson, Josh Hart, and Dante DiMincenzo back together again. Yeah. I love it. I like it too. I really I, again it shows that the Knicks are really making an effort. To continue this playoff run, they want to continue to be in the playoffs. They want to continue to improve in the playoffs as their second stint in three years. Yeah, yeah, second time. Yeah, so they they want it. And they advanced this past, and they've, and they've advanced. So that clearly, they're like, yeah, we like we like being in the playoffs. Let's continue to build around it. I think, actually, I, I really do think New York is one of those teams that it's a sneaky team. They can they can bust somebody in that first round. And they're gonna steal some games in the second round. I really like this. The only thing that's holding, and I'm a Knicks fan, only yep. thing that's hold, holding the Knicks back is they need their forwards, which aka their arguably their two highest paid, one of the two or three highest paid players in Julius Randle and yep. RJ Barrett to take another step yes. forward. Yeah. Both of those guys sometimes leave a lot to be desired on the basketball court. Julius Randle, if his shot doesn't fall, he might as well just be on the sideline sitting down because he disappears. He does. And R.J. Barrett jump shot just goes and comes. Like, sometimes you're like, oh, okay, he's an adequate shooter. Other times you're like, has he ever shot a basketball in his life? Um, and Because I know in a perfect world, you will, you wish R.J. Barrett – you know, would be like a Lamar Odom type that left. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of smooth. You know what I'm saying? Smooth jumper. Yeah. Fifteen a night. Yeah. <laughs> like you want him to be like you said. If R.J. Barrett could could give you between sixteen and eighteen points a game, between six and eight boards a game, 
between four and six assists a game, you'd be like, all right, great. That, all right, cool. Yep. Keep doing that. We'll win if you're doing that. Yep. And Julian, I'm sorry, Julian Randall, you're going to be in the trenches, bro. I need, I need, I need about 22 and, and eight a night, bro. Right. Minimum. Yeah. I need, Minimum. Bro, I, need, I, I, I need you getting fouls and going to the free throw line. For sure. Like, I need that. Because I know what I'm getting out of Jalen Brunson. Yeah. I know what I'm getting out of Josh Hart. Yep. I know what I'm getting out of Mitchell Robinson. Yep. Like, I already, I know, hell, I know what I'm getting out of quickly off the bench. Yeah. Y'all the ones that I'm not sure about. Yep. You know? There's a reason why Josh Hart keeps getting moved because he's a solid player. Yeah. That's just really what it is. Right. He hasn't stayed anywhere. He's Brandon, Cook, Brandon Cooks of the league. Yeah. He's yeah. just a good player. Yeah. Definitely Brandon Cooks of the NBA. Um, like, there's, like they've got a they've got a nice little, like, foundation there. Backcourt is sick. Uh, they, they they just need the two best the two supposedly best players to be that right now. Now the one thing about the Knicks that I am interested in is the coach. Yeah, Tibbs. I still don't know if Thibodeau is a great coach or just a glorified defensive coordinator. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Well, even even with that, as a defensive coordinator, he's cool. I'm saying this as a Bulls fan. But when he's got a game plan against the best player, he's not that great. Hmm, interesting. Because I mean, we experienced it when we had to play LeBron. Like, we couldn't stop LeBron. None of his defensive schemes could stop the best player. Right. It's great overall team defense. But when it comes to, all right, like we need to lock down on a game plan to either eliminate the guys around him or eliminate the guy, couldn't do either one. And I think that's his problem. Hmm. Uh, I because he's, he's a good coach. He's good. I'm not. I'm not taking that away from him. He yeah. is good. But I feel like, could you imagine if he was like paired with like a a better coach? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, 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 yeah. Like, try to think. I take him at Mike Brown honestly. Huh? If, if I had Mike Brown over at um, Sacramento, Sacramento, and then him as the defensive coordinator. The uh the the Kings don't lose to uh. Oh, they're there. advancing. They're advancing. They're advancing. <laughs> the, the Golden State Warriors got knocked out in the first round. Yeah, uh, no doubt about that. Um, and I and I think they 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 take a couple games to uh. L. A. L. A. Yeah, like yeah. I, I I do think at that point then L. A. is like sweating a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like wow, damn, wait a minute, y'all just got here. Slow yeah. down. It's 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 definitely a a, a catch twenty two. Because he's good. He's, he's not good. a bad coach, but he is like right under where we think the best coaches in the league are right I agree. now. I agree. Um so it's 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 definitely it, I, I I I think I would love I would love to see him in Boston. Yeah. With with um, um Joe Mazzula. Yeah, Mazzula. I like if he was Joe Mazzula, if he was like the first uh, that first, first coach chair. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Boston Mike Boston's going to win the championship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just <laughs> just like he did. Yeah. With, with Boston. With Doc Rivers. Yep. You know, um, so there's t- the Knicks. Those are two question marks. The head coach and their forwards. Yeah. Everything else, the backcourt, some guys off the bench now because the bench got some depth now. They're bigs. I like. Yeah. Um, now, the, another thing with free agency, obviously, you know, I brushed under the rug, but it's still my team. Kyrie Irving. Yep. Back to my Mavericks. <sighs> it's tough because – in my heart of hearts, I feel like he doesn't want to be there. In my heart of hearts, I feel like you all could be would be better trying to move him to bring in some more depth again. Or I like 
like Kyrie. I do. Yeah. I, well, here's the thing. My my team is we're. I don't think Luca's ready to win a championship. I do, I just don't think he's ready. I can tell there are things he still does right. that is unbecoming of a champion. Right. Yeah. His way- his his interactions with the refs are still just immature. Yeah. Um. I think we said it yesterday. He just he hasn't come in looking like he's ready to play basketball yet. Right. Like his off seasons haven't been what we need them to be. Yeah. Where he's like, okay, he's in championship mode. Um. And for any, and, and 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 I saw this online too. People are like, well, what about Yoke? Yoke's gonna come in shape. It's different. I don't care that my big is Jokic size. No. I don't give a damn. No. And and Jokic is playing in altitude. Yes. He's already got it harder. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, so and 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 Jokic don't slow down to me. Like you could tell. No. Jokic's motor is consistent. Yeah. Like you could tell. Luca. I don't care what nobody say. You can see it. Yeah. He be little, little, about a, about a, about a, as the game starts to wane. You know, be, be pulling the shorts a little bit too much yeah. for me. A little bit, you know, a little bit huffing and puffing. Look yep. at Patrick Starr sometimes out there, dog. Yep. Definitely a good little pinkish. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like, so it's like, he just, and he's still young, so it's just things that I don't think he's ready for. So I think pairing him with Kyrie Irving is two it, different it, timelines. In, in a perfect world, pairing him with Kyrie, because I, I, again, I do appreciate guys who have won championships who've been on that journey. Right. In a perfect world, if Kyrie was... I wouldn't say the perfect basketball player, but if his mindset was, all right, I'm here, Luca, come with me, then I think you guys would be okay. I agree. But Kyrie's not that type of person. He's not. And that's what's a that's where it's like, uh, I don't know if he should be here. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, offensively, I expect us to be fine, but still leave a lot to be defired. Lot to be defired. Lot to be desired defensively. Yep. Um but I still think we've had a nice offseason. I mean, like our guys, like I said, we got Seth Curry. Yep. Um, just add more firepower, which again makes um, Tim Hardaway Jr. and uh, it makes him expendable. Um, I still don't know what we're gonna do with Christian Wood. Yeah. I, I think is he? A free, I think he's a free agent. I think so. I don't think he's under contract. I got either that. I, either maybe he's restricted. I feel like I, I feel like he would have got a bag by now. From somebody. So maybe he's not. Maybe he's under contract, like, comfortably for another season or something. Because I thought I was hearing news that he was – maybe maybe he's up for an extension or something. Maybe that's what it was. Um, Because that's going to oh, be – yeah, no, I think he – What? Because that's uh, that's our core. If he's coming back, it's Kyrie, Christian Wood. Yeah, I think he right. He is a Christian because right now he's not listed. Like in Spyro, he's not listed on your like players who are under your control. Mm-hmm. So he is out yeah. there. Yeah, he's so out no, there. So nobody's just sent him a bag or anything, which is interesting because he's not a base tall. He can, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you, you know, see, like your cap holds because he's a free agent. Christian Wood, Nico Melli, Derek Lively, Dustin Holiday, Markeith Morris, uh, Nita Kina. Uh, Theo Pinson, Moses Wright, uh, McKinley Wright, fourth. Like so, he's he's in that category of he's a pending free agent. Okay. So y'all could because his his cap figure is twenty one mil. So I don't know if y'all bring him back honestly. Yeah. Um, I don't know what our team looks like. You want to know? Like currently, like of guys you've got under contract. Yeah. Because Luca, Kyrie, Hardaway Jr., Holmes, Maxi Kleber. Uh, Reggie Bullock, Javon McGee, Josh Green, Seth Curry, Dwight Powell, Dante Exon, and Jalen Hardy. 
So that's the guys who you. And we just haven't. I mean, but we just drafted lively. We just haven't right. signed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we just brought Dante Exum back. I was like, damn, I forgot about him. Yeah. Uh, he was always hurt. Yep. He's Still. always hurting Utah. Yep. And he, it's like he could never be healthy. Yeah. Cause he was a top five pick, I believe. Yep. Um, so that's what that's what your team looks like right now. All off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, we don't score, bro. Hey, we don't score so, like a so, motherfucker, so bro. I was gonna bring that up to you because I, I thought about like it, right? Like we've you re- we recognize right now yeah. that your team is an offensive team. We're probably the best offensive team in the league. I mean, obviously. would it make sense to then maybe bring in a coach who knows how to bring in who knows how to jumpstart just a high powered offense at this I point. wanted Dan Tony. That's what I'm thinking. I didn't want to hit that's, that, that's, that's what I'm thinking, right? Because it's like, you know what? He could coach it until he goes to the grave. I, mean, I, I swear to God, like just take it take, take us to your afterlife, bro. Like, <laughs> like I've been one I was like bro Because that's what your team looks like. Your team just looks like an offensive team. I had this conversation the other day uh, a couple of days ago um with someone and I was like I was talking about the Knicks. Mm-hmm. I was like okay if you're gonna have Tom Thibodeau as your coach, if that's gonna be your identity then lean into it. Yep. Meaning, go all defense. Yep. Go all defense, and offense is like one person. Yeah, like go all defense and do what maybe like have that Pistons team in the mid two thousands where yep. you just like, all right, well we just gonna we gonna have low scoring games. Yep. We'll score you at eighty points a game. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And we gonna ride. We gonna slog you down and then knock you out in the fourth. Like, yep. Do that. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like I, when I look at your team, I'm thinking exactly what I think of a D'Antoni team. You get out in transition and you score buckets. Exactly. And you score, and you shoot a jet ton of threes, yeah. <laughs> and and just play that way. Play that way, and yeah. I, I I would I would feel more confident if Dallas did do that yeah. about their prospects in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And I, it might also encourage Luca to finally be in shape because that's that offense is going to wear him out. Yeah, like, running. Yeah, because um, James Harden was probably in the best. That was, that was the, the, his best shape. His best shape was under D'Antoni. Yeah, because um, he had to be. He had to be. People go look. Go look at he was muscle. Hut. Cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm curious. And then, obviously, the last thing I want to talk about is your Bulls. Yep. So you brought back Kobe White. Brought back Kobe White. Brought back everybody, basically. Uh, brought back Vucevic. Yep. Signed Javon Carter. So, guess so. Your starting five would be, I'm assuming, White. Let me Levine. See. Let me pull up my team. DeRozan. Patrick Williams and Vucevic? Is that what we running out there? It, wait, wait, Drummond. Did I bring he, he he opted in, didn't he? He opted in, yeah. So right now on our on our team right now is Levine, DeRozan, Ball, Vucevic, White, Williams, Caruso, Javon Carter, Drummond, Dalen Terry, Carrick Jones, and Marco Semenovic. So that's basically the same team that we've had for the past two seasons. Hmm. Say that, say that again. Say the roster for me one more time. Levine, DeRozan, Ball, who won't play this year. Vucevic, Kobe White, Patrick Williams, Alex Caruso, John Carter, Andre Drummond, Dalen Terry, Carrick Jones, and Marco Seminovich. Yeah, not bad. We're not terrible. Yeah, not bad. But it's just not it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Hmm. So what can I do? If I, here's what I'm thinking, I'm thinking that yeah, I get Dane. Yeah, I got no, I got no picks. No, we ain't got no picks. All our picks are with. We lost it. We lost one with the Lonzo thing, and the rest of them are with Orlando. Right. Okay. Um, if this team somehow does put it together this year, can y'all be a playoff team this year? I think. I think so too. If we, if everything comes together. If it doesn't, I think we hit the sell button. 
which is fine if Levine and DeRozan are still putting up numbers. I expect DeRozan to be fine. Yeah. So if they are putting up numbers, then they're both tradable, and I think we can just go ahead and abort. But this team should be better than they are. I agree. (laughs) And that might just come down to the coach, which I don't know what it is. We've just had not had good luck with coaching. I like Billy Donovan. Too. I like him too. Like he came in and it was like, all I'll right, take, yeah, I'll Billy. take him in Dallas. Yeah, I just want—I just don't want kid to be the coach. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want kid to be the coach. Yeah. I don't think Mark Cuban wants him to be the coach. But he was just stuck. Nah, he he liked him because uh, he won a championship with him. So whatever. Um, yeah, you guys, you guys are you guys are a weird team. We're weird. I don't. I can't understand what ails my team. Well, you know, point guard play. Yeah. Yeah. Point guard play. You just don't have a playmaker out there. Yeah, that's what Lonzo. That's what Lonzo's supposed to be, but his career is probably done. Probably done. And obviously, see, y'all, oh, y'all could have got Chris Paul. I I know. I wish. I wish y'all could have got Chris Paul. Right here now. I he was at Golden State. I I would have because he was he was tradable, right? He's in Washington. He was in Washington. And then Golden State got him with. Yeah, we could have given up. We could have given up Kobe White. They would y'all could have. They, they you think they would have? They because y'all they got pulled. You don't think they would have took Levine? I don't know. I don't know. I, I like Levine and Pool. I do like Levine and Pool, but I know that they, I, I, like we now know they were trying to bring back Kuzma, right? And they they're both at that wing, no oh. guard well, position. Ah, uh, maybe. Point point. He a guard. You know, he not a. I mean, a guard, but like Levine's a two. Levine's a two, but he and. He and um, Demar switch off in that two-three role, really, in our offense. Okay, which is why Lonzo was so important because he could get them both going. Right, right. right. Hmm. Damn. But we don't have any picks either, so that's yeah, also yeah, why. Yeah, I ain't, got, I ain't got nothing. I ain't got no damn picks. Rough. That's really why we couldn't move anybody because people would probably want a pick or two. If we if we weren't gonna be able to move Levine or DeRozan, mm-hmm. we we're gonna have to move picks, which you just couldn't do. So yeah, so that's NBA free agency. We'll, we'll continue to follow it as it goes along. Most of the big guys are f- pretty much done, but obviously yeah. there are moves still to be made, and we'll keep you guys updated as it continues. Moving on from that, ESPN, yep, the worldwide leader in sports, um, had a massive layoffs uh, take place. It's been speculated for months now. They just finally pulled the trigger now, um, which is weird because a lot of companies have already kind of done their layoffs already. Yeah, layoffs already happened like in April. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And we uh, they early, got, some knocked them out at the beginning of the year. Yeah. You know? um, so ESPN decided to lay off a lot of on-camera talent. Right. The they list were, right here. They were uh, primarily because they were the most paid people in the company yep. under ESPN or tenured or tenured. Um, and by cutting them, they get to save a lot of the behind-the-scenes jobs. But I let Bursko list off some of the names yeah, that so you recognize. So from the top, Jeff Van Gundy, Jalen Rose, uh, Keyshawn Johnson, Max Kellerman. Susie Colbert, Chris Chilios, Matt Hasselback, I forgot about him, uh, Steve Young, Rick Nikovich. Rob Nikovich. Yeah, Rob Nikovich. Uh, Neil Everett, Ashley Brewer, June Lee, LaFonso Ellis, Todd McShay, Jordan Cornette, Jason Fizz, and David Pollock. Or Pollock. Really? Yep. David Pollock's gone too. The college football guy, huh? Yep. Damn. Okay. Um... Wasn't he? Was he part of their main? Yeah, the the, the uh, yeah, but him? now that they brought in Pat McAfee, who also used to like Pat McAfee started doing yeah, he did start to be on it. Damn, because it was Pollock, 
It was a uh, I don't know why these dudes' names started. Lee Corso. Yep. Why are they by my mind blind? I can see all of their faces. Chris, uh, was, was his name Fowler or Chris, uh no? Yeah. Um. No, 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 no. I'm I'm confusing. Wait, wait, is it two different shows that I'm confusing? Does he have two college shows, or am I? I'm um. um you, you're talking about College Game Day, right? Yeah. All right, so it's Lee Corso, right? Uh, Kirk, Kirk Herb Street, Herb Street, Desmond Howard, Reese Davis, David Pollock, Chris Fowler, and Samantha Ponder. Right. Kirk Herb Street getting that, he getting that ESPN bag, and he getting that Amazon bag. Yep. He said, I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> Fire me if you want to. I, I make a meal showing up a Thursday, do that little weekend Thursday game, and I'm yeah. good. Um, so, out of all of those f- f- uh, people that were no longer be at ESPN, which one shocked you the most? Shocked me the most was Jeff and Gundy. That was, that's a loss to me. Mm. Like, that's a big loss to me because out of all of ESPN's game day people uh he was he's been there forever um and he was good he was very very good as the color guy for basketball i saw someone pointed out you know he he was very much he spoke his mind um whether you liked it or not he's gonna say it's kind of like a charles barkley in that regard spoke his mind said we did like what he didn't like uh agree disagree he was gonna say it um knew basketball very well so his his color commentary was also informative especially when it came to fouls and things like that um so losing him is going to be a big one seeing him i i can't imagine anyone like mike Breen doing it with someone else it's just gonna feel weird yeah or him who gonna mark jackson gonna play off of yeah yeah yeah, it's it's going to be weird um so that's gonna be interesting maybe it's gonna be mark jackson no they're gonna bring somebody they said either doris burke or G.J. Reddick for okay. options. Mm-hmm. I then I, I imagine it's going to be Doris, Doris Burke then because she's been she's been rotating in a lot they now. They do both. Yeah, yeah, they might do both I mean, depending both, on where they are. Just see what sticks. Yeah. Um. Uh, that has been the big one. I'm not too surprised about uh, Jalen Rose. Me either. Uh, it's because he he would, never had an, an a spot. You know, I thought about this. You know where he messed up. This is when Jalen Rose, I think, was when he screwed himself. What was his biggest thing? Think about, think about his whole tenure with ESPN. When you think of Jalen Rose at ESPN, what what do you think of? I want to know. If we're oh, on the same page. Uh, what was that show with what's her name who left? That what you think of? I, I think of that. Okay, show. I think of something different. Oh, which one were you thinking? I think of Jalen and Jacoby. Oh yeah, well yeah that yeah. And what was that tied to? I'm really gonna test your knowledge now. Do you know what that was originally tied to? I don't. Grantland. And you know oh, who owned Grantland? Wow. Okay. You know who owned, you know who owned Grantland? No. Bill Simmons. Really? So he so he's been tied to Bill Simmons mainly. That's that's that was so Jalen Jacoby was under Grantland. Mm. I think that flamed out and Bill Simmons left ESPN and obviously he has the ringer and all that right. kind of stuff. And after that, Jalen Jacoby stayed a show. And then Jacoby left uh, I think ESPN. Yes. I don't know where he's at now. Um but after that, all he pretty much had was the NBA show, yeah. Countdown or whatever. And he kind of lost his voice. He lost whatever impact he had. Because yeah. remember, when he, when it was Jalen Jacoby, you know, he had the bat. 
you know, he had the phrases. Yeah. Remember he had two, you know, Detroit basketball or won't be able to do it. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Won't, I used to steal it all the time. Won't be able to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was his thing. That's true. And then, so when that got taken away from him, he was just another, because the thing about ESPN is as great as it is, sometimes it can kind of get lost in the shuffle. It's a lot of people. Lost in this. Sh- it's easy to get lost it's in this. Easy, shuffle. and it's like you just one of the guys. Yeah, and when you just one of the guys, that kind of makes you expendable. Another guy who I felt like should have saw the tea leaves sooner was Max Kellerman. Yes, and from Max, the minute I lost that ESPN first take gig, I'm out. I'm out. Yep, my stock went. Your stock was as high as it could be. You're coming off the number one show in the morning at that time, whatever. I think they were still kicking Undisputed's ass. Yeah. You know, I would have... Buy out. I would have did. Buy out of my contract, and I'm gone. And I would have went somewhere else because Max is a talent. The problem with Max is... You know where he reminds me of, believe it or not? He reminds me of, like, Bomani Jones. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, Dominic very knowledgeable, very knowledgeable, yeah. very good. Yeah. It's straight. Yeah. Straight arrow. Yeah. Straight arrow. You know straight what I'm arrow. saying? Straight arrow. They may throw some funny things in there, but not they, like Bomani don't be killed. He ain't as funny as people think. He ain't no. like hitting you no. over the head with jokes no. and stuff no. like that. And, and, and he's mo- very and, sarcastic. And, and, and yeah, that's, uh, most of his jokes are, are side jokes. Like yeah. they, they, they come at the expense of what he's actually trying to say. Yeah. So, like, and Bomani don't got game theory on, yeah. on, on HBO. You telling yeah. me Max can't do that? Yeah. Max probably be better at it, to be honest with you. I, I, I would think Max would, I, I would think he would go to Showtime at least. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I agree with you though. First take, as soon as that job is done, buy out and I need to get out of here. Yeah. I, just, I need to go I need somewhere. To go. Right. While while you want to cause now this is this is probably his, his, the slowest his stock has been. Yeah. You kind of got you got bounced around and yeah. you you know, remember you took over Zubin's spot with, with Keyshine yeah. Jay and, and that show and that really was never could take it, 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 it stayed the same as it was when Zubin when yeah, Zubin was there. Yeah. Um then I think he had another show that never really Yeah, he he had a show that was it was an afternoon show right before yeah. PTI and all the stuff like that. Okay. Um, I don't, I don't, I can't tell you the actual time slot. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was like he had that like afternoon time slot before, before that five o'clock started. I think is what it is. You know what Max you do if I was him? You know what I do? Just, just to keep your face out there. You know who got a nice little YouTube channel? It ain't, it's growing slowly, but it, it's, it's a YouTube channel. Who? Marcellus Wiley. That was they, that was they was the crew. Oh, they used to, they used to be yeah. together back in like yeah. L.A. or something yeah. like that. I didn't know he started a YouTube channel. Yeah. After the, because uh, I know Ocho took over the the one show they used to do. Yeah. I just keep and maybe and maybe you do it for free. I don't know how much money he actually got. Could he probably can't really give you much money. No. So, but you know, maybe you do it for free. But you keep your voice out there. Yeah. You pop your head in. You know, do some segments with Mar- Marcellus. You keep your name out there. Yeah. Maybe get, he could bounce off you or whatever. And then you just you know keep your face out there. I do that if I was him. But. The thing that ESPN that I think that that hurt ESPN recently because I think you were explaining why I think maybe it was you who explained why Disney was doing these cuts. Yes. Um, well, Every, go ahead. Yeah. So right now Disney is they got to reshuffle things because they're spending a lot of they are investing in Disney Plus. Okay. And that investment's taking a lot of money. 
and they 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 you know keep everything afloat with sports advertising and the theme park. And right now ESPN's overhead is just too high. So they've got to bring that back under control so the advertising dollars just keep what keep ESPN running. Mm-hmm. It's really what it is. It, we need the advertising dollars to continue to keep ESPN running by itself so we don't have to take money from the parks to move into ESPN because that money is going to go to the parks and Disney Plus. That's how the money's getting shuffled right now. Right. So they've got to bring overhead back down on ESPN so advertising dollars continue to keep ESPN just running smoothly. Mm-hmm. So this all makes sense when you think of it in that regards where it's like we need ESPN to function as an entity by itself. ESPN and Channel 30. They don't make much money for movies? Or is that like the... the- Theaters and stuff. That's different. Like the little, oh, okay. Yeah, that's that's different. That's a different pot of money. All right. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah, but the Disney Plus investment is what's causing all of this mainly. It's like okay. we were. They're still trying to keep that growing, keep it running smooth. So in order to do that, we need our other entities, entities to kind of be self sufficient, mm-hmm. which is which makes sense. Like I, the ESPN does need a self sufficient. Disney needs a self sufficient ESPN, which is why the Pat McAfee thing makes sense. Which is why, if rumors are true, if Shannon Sharp might be making his way on his own to ESPN because his stock's so high, that does make sense. We need that viewership here and advertisers advertising on those shows. I also think that Disney, I mean, ESPN leaned too much into like, and I mean, I'm going to make it killed for this, but I think peak ESPN. Is when they was when they had a nice batch where it's the mostly homegrown, tr- professionally trained journalists mixed in with some athletes. Yes, I think this past decade it kind of shifted. It did. We had like all right, a few like like the NBA show is pretty much all athletes. Yeah, Malika Andrews, Woj comes in, Wendy comes in, maybe uh, Ramona comes in. Ramona comes in. Um. Oh my God, his face, Zach Lowe. Yep, they pop in, but for you know, but for the most part, you know, when I think of the basketball stuff, you think of Jalen, Perk, Jefferson, uh, Jefferson. Shanet, you know, yeah. like, you know what I'm saying? Football, same thing. Yeah. For the most part, it's, it's the athletes. Again, you got a few personalities sprinkling in there, and the homegrown talent that made ESPN, ESPN. Yeah, it's been diluted that's gone yeah you know what i'm saying because it's different when it's like it's different when you come from that world well it's it's, it's just different it, it's different because of what sports news needs to be right, right 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 if espn is going to be a sports news show i do need people who have connections in these teams like as much as it's nice to have an athlete's perspective when you retire from your team your relationship with that team is different Mm-hmm. Right. But when I leave the, the, the news uh, room from like, let's say I'm, I was working with Washington, when I leave that newsroom and go to ESPN, I still have those connections in that newsroom. Right. So when something's going down in Washington, guess what? I can hit people up. It's like, yo, what the hell's going on in Washington right now? Mm-hmm. I can bring that. You know, you're going you're going to do your story. And I'm going to say I got people in Washington right now telling me what's like that that's the best part about Stephen a still right that he still has all of his news connections outside of espn so when he says something like i got sources we can trust those so we can trust him it's like okay i can trust his sources you know when Woj says something's about to happen 
we do trust Woj because he's got relationships with those teams that athletes just don't when you retire. And also, to pay back off that point, it's a difference between, uh, like, you you don't want to be the like the hot take channel. Yes, you know what I'm saying. Yes. Like, all right, we just bring, all right, we just here for like, because sometimes it becomes, sometimes it can be a joke. Yeah. And you don't want it to be a joke. You want it to be taken serious. You want it to be legit. That's why I think I like what Fox does. I think FS1, they still pretty much lean, like right now, off the top of the dome. Yeah. You got, when I think of the Acho played football. Yep. Uh, Obviously, Shannon played football. He's not there anymore, but he did. Yep. Um. Oh God, what's his name? What's his name? Oh my God, uh, Sean McCoy. Yep. And I'm talking about like the, the main shows. Other than that, Colin Cowherd, journalist. Yep. Joy, journalist. Buker, you yep. know. Um. Nick Wright, uh, Wilds, Broussard, Broussard, Skip Bayless. Yep. Like they still. Have journalists, you know, Jason McIntyre, like they still stay in that. Yeah, they bring athletes on. Yeah, like when, when you think of Nick Wright's show, it's journalists and like one athlete. No, there's none. And not anymore. Yeah, you're right. It's no longer an athlete yeah. on that show. Yeah, like they it tried, used to be an athlete. Yeah, yeah. Chris Carter and then Troy Brandon Marshall, but then they just like it. Just let me tell you why. When 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 it's when it's three guys having a conversation. Or girls, whatever. But when journalists have a conversation, right? We 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 have two perspectives. We have the, we have the fan perspective, yep. and we also have the perspective of, like you said, sources, knowledge of things that we've just, you know, and you know, things that have taken place, yep. right? Because the difference is when you're an athlete, you have a singular, you have a singular knowledge. And that's just your experience, yep. right? Some we have the knowledge of. Look, this, and yeah. that, this took place, and that took place. This is it's like a lawyer yeah. who knows yeah. about the precedence of cases and stuff like that. It's, it's what it's what happens, right? Journalists know agents. Mm-hmm. They know people within the front office, you know, equipment people. Like, they've talked with so many people within organizations that they've been attached to. Right, right, right. So I get all of those perspectives. I don't just get the athlete's perspective. I get the athlete and everything that happens around the athlete. So I, I I have all those relationships, and that helps craft the story. And the art of putting on a show. Yep. And when you're in school, you learn how to put on a show. Yep. You learn how to make things entertaining. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You learn what works and what doesn't work. Yep. You know what I mean? Because like, people don't understand, by the time you get to... The, the, by the time we, if by the time you see somebody on TV, that's where you really see young people on television. Because yeah. that's why, I like the Malika Andrew, that's so rare. Because most of these people, by the time by the time you normally get to TV, you're thirty plus. Yep. Because you've been grinding and yeah, you 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 started out as a beat reporter. Yeah. For the the Miami Sun. Yeah. <laughs> that or, was attached to ESPN. Not even that. You probably yeah. start off in the middle of bumfuck. Iowa. True. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like you and you worked your way up. So you know by the time you get to ESPN, yeah, you've been by in the this time you get to NBC Sports, 20 years. You get to FSS one, you already know. I we got I got my shtick. I know what stories work. I know what doesn't. You yep. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I, you, I, I you, already you, know. You could have been the lead editor, but you decided to go to ESPN yeah. instead. You just you just we, we, we're talking about take, take on the show, so take yeah. away from I'm talking about like like 
get away from writing. I'm talking about oh, being yeah. on camera. True. Yeah. Yeah. You know what works. You're True. comfortable being on camera. True. You True. know what I'm saying? Like you're just able to balance things a lot better. You get what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Um, and I think that that's sometimes you know that's what helps FS1 compared to ESPN. You know what I mean? And being able to also do multiple topics. Yes. You know, um, I it's easier to pay some. I would rather pay somebody who can do. Football, football, basketball, basketball baseball, baseball, hockey, whatever. Yeah. They can just, all right, we're just paying you just for the basketball segment. We're paying you all this money just for the fo- You know what I'm yeah. saying? The only one that I think would, would work still monetarily is football just because of its status in the country. Oh, yeah, 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 I agree. But if you're just a basketball person, it's probably the dollars probably aren't there to if keep you. If you're just a basketball person and, like, okay, I'll give you an example. Let's take Steve Young. No, yeah. no, no, I, uh, no, 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 no. No, uh, let's, let's do that. Let's, let's, let's take two. Let's take Perk and Hasselback because right. Perk's still here, but Hasselback is gone. Look, Jalen Rose and Hasselback. Yeah, Jalen Rose and Hasselback. Yes, perfect. One can only do one, both can only do one sport. Mm-hmm. And by the time we switch segments, they're gone. Yeah. Like they've done their bit. They have left. They got to do whatever else they got to do, but they're gone by the next segment. Because think about this. They just say ESPN hired me, as an yeah. example. Not only can they pay me p- p- cheaper, I'm yep. cheaper, but also I can do more. Yep. All right, Bryce, we want you to do this show, this show. We want you to do the radio show. Yep. Maybe we want you to do this TV segment on NFL Countdown. Yep. Now we want you to do this segment on EABA Countdown. We want you to go debate on this show, this show. Uh, can you fill in for Mike Wilbon on uh, PTI? Yes, cool. I can. Can you fill in for one of these guys on Around the Horn? Cool. Yep. Hey, we need you to go write an article now on yep. the, t- you know, this, that, and the third. Yep. All right. And, that's, and, the, and we'll need that by Friday. Yeah. And uh, you good? Right. Like, but I can do it. Right. Exactly. You know what I'm exactly. saying? Like, like you can. You're getting more bang for your buck for the amount. For even though you're cheaper, I'm still getting more bang for the buck. Exactly. Because I can put you wherever I need you. Right. Hasselback. You can only do football. So if there's a football segment and there's an open slot, we'll put you there. Right. But if that slot's already filled, then why are we paying for you? Exactly. So, you know, media is in a different, different space right now. Yeah. It's 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 the two big. It's, it's when it comes to when it comes to on camera t- like stuff like that. It's because the two biggest entities right now are, are it's podcasting and YouTube. Yep. And you got all these YouTube channels competing with. These, you know, these ad dollars, like, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's just different, you yeah. know? So I'm, I'm definitely going to see the landscape moving um, going forward. I transition from that. NFL, gambling. Um, the newest ill. It's, it's, so right now, um, it, in the NFL has just suspended some guys again. Yep. Um, and it, this is starting to be like routine, yes. which is a problem. Yeah, because when 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 it happened to Calvin Ridley, it felt like an outlier. It did, and now it's like year after year. It's like it's like a couple of months. We just we're not too we're not too many months removed from Jameson Williams getting suspended. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it feels like it fe- it felt like oh that's that's a one time thing. We were not gonna see that happen again. Right. And now it's constant, and that's a problem. <laughs> You know what I equated to? I equated to the to the NCAA's rules, the where NIL stuff. They kept suspending uh, prior to the NIL. Right. Stuff. Okay. Yeah. Where, remember, guys kept getting suspended, but it was like you. It, it was a clear. It was a clear miscommunication on what was 
and what wasn't acceptable. Yeah. Like what what as an athlete, okay, what you can do to make money and what you can't do to make money. See, we can't sell this, but you can do the, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, and I think right now at the NFL, you have a problem in that there's a clear there's a clear miscommunication between what players think they can and can't do when it comes to gambling. Yep. Right? So in the simplest form, a player can gamble on other sports. They can't gamble on the NFL, but on yep. other sports, but they can't do it on team facilities. Yep. So when I so I think okay, let's just say a player takes that. Let's just yep. take that at face value. Yeah, when I, when I, when I I'm going to think how I I think every player is kind of thinking about this. When I think of team facility, I am thinking at the at the stadium, at our practice facilities and that's kind of it. Yeah. Me like, too. That's it. The problem is the NFL, and I don't know if it states this, it's not stating the NFL, when they say that means anytime you're really dealing with the team. Yeah. So when you're on the plane, that counts as a team facility. Yep. When you're on the bus, that counts as a team facility. When you're at a damn hotel that's that's not owned by us, but your your team is standing at a hotel. You're technically at the hotel as a Detroit Lion, not yep. as not as, not as you. Jameson Wayne, but yeah. as a Detroit Lion. That's a team facility. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So at that point, you know, because fall, because I guess the NFL, like fall, we know maybe a conversation was had with a personnel, and that's what made you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you can't do that. You know. Um, also, not NFL, uh, non player personnel, but who are under who do work for teams. Yeah. They can't at all. Right. They can't. Which which that that gets me to like a bigger point, which is like, okay, so. Is it allowed or is it isn't at this point? Because that's why I feel it has to be. Mm-hmm. Either you can gamble and we lay out a bunch of fucking rules or just no gambling. Yeah. Because that's, that's the only way this is going to work right. at this point. What would you do? If I'm the NFL, no players can gamble. That's why, yeah, Let, same. Let's just make this simple. Sam, same. Let's just make this simple. Yeah. No gambling. You make enough money anyway. Yeah. <laughs> you know, gamble once you're done. Yep. You know? Yeah, but if, if, you are, if you are part of the league, don't gamble. Yeah. Like, and I feel like that would have saved the NFL so much trouble. I agree. But because they opened up sports betting, this thing was always this was always going to be an issue. And they and this is the worst part about the NFL. They're not proactive. Mm-hmm. Like they they let it get to this point because they weren't thinking ahead. How many how many how how many guys think bet it because it just they started seeing it more now? I, I, that's what I think it is. Like, do you think I don't think all these people. In the NFL, were betting no. prior, but then they started saying all these commercials for DraftKings, all these commercials for FanDuel, yeah. all these you get, parlays. You get, you get to use my image yeah. for your parlays in the NFL, and I can't like I are my team sponsored by the fucking DraftKings. Yeah. I can't put a quick NBA DraftKings parlay together. Right. No, you can't. Not while you're on the plane, like yeah. bro. It's 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 stupid. Yeah. It's so dumb. And it doesn't. And it, the NFL is there's no benefit from it. No. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't. It's not like oh we suspended a guy for gambling. Whoa. Like, no. It's, it, it's just at, at first it was making the players look bad, but as more and more players keep getting busted, it's like okay, there's this rule is busted, not the players. Right. That's really what it's starting to look like. And uh, because also what makes the rule kind of weird is is you can tell it has nothing to do with the integrity aspect because if I'm gambling on baseball well then, then that means i'm not well clearly i'm not hurting the the, the nfl product because i'm not gambling on my no. team no you know what i'm saying so it's just like all right i'm getting suspended for gambling active gambling on the team facility but it had has but it was another sport it's another sport That's which, which is allowed yeah but just because i did it where i shouldn't have that was never clearly stated because i don't i i i do i do not believe most of these guys were 
doing this at the stadium or at a practice facility. But they had to. I don't. I, don't, I, I just can't believe that. Like all all of them were just on their phones and just placed a bet that fast. Some I, I know some tried to be slick and tried to, you know, have like other family members and stuff like that. You know, but uh, most of them were happy and everything. So yes. Mm. Um. Yeah, just ban gambling. Yeah, just simple. Keep keep the sponsorship, but just you yeah. players can't gamble. players can't gamble. If if you if you are a part of the NFL. That's owner all the way down. If you're in the organization, no gambling. Period. Period. And I do get the rule, the spirit of the rule, because I thought about this. Some owners own multiple, multiple teams. teams. Yes. So let's just say I'm an owner. Yeah. Let's say, let's say I you play for the Rams. Mm-hmm. Stan Kroenke is your owner. He also owns the Colorado Avalanche and the Denver Nuggets. Yeah. That's. That could be a conflict of interest, right? Let, let's just say you're in a building for some reason, and, and you some heard, Nuggets guys are there. Well, well, no, you just you just you heard, you ever heard a conversation? Yeah, and you ever heard, yo, man, I heard, you know, they room, yo, bro, you, did you realize, um, yo, uh, Jokic's not gonna play tonight? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you look around, you like, let's say you type in your phone, Jokic, and there's no news of it. You may put in like. Oh, I'm gonna do a quick parlay over I'm, under. Yeah, I mean, you know what I mean. Plus the team, whatever, because we know you ain't playing like. So I can see how that, like you said, could be yes. a conflict. I can see. So it just to make sure it's simple. No, just no gambling. No gambling until you like you. You have to be. You you have to leave. That's out it. Lead. And, lead. and maybe out the lead, and not even out the lead. Yeah. Yes, you have to be out the league. Out the league, you have to be out the league because yeah. because Kevin really got busted. He was just, he was injured. Yeah. So clearly, like you can't, you can't be, be under NFL contract. Yeah. 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 Period. Point blank. Um, man, but that's all we have for you guys today, man. You can follow me on Facebook at Bryce Oding. Follow me on Instagram at Bryce FHM Podcast. Bryce, go ahead and tell him. Follow me on Twitter, Bruce Leroy. And remember, you didn't hear from the horse's mouth to listen to ass who told you. We out. Peace. <laughs>